1: So sit down and have a coffee with us. You are listening to Coffee with Gringos. I'm Paige Sutherland.
0: And I'm Ian Kennedy.
1: So today, given it's one of the top issues around the world, we are going to talk about the environment. So we're just going to talk about some new policies, some certain issues, our background with environmental policies, how we grew up, stuff like that. So remember, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript online. So Ian, let's go back a little bit. Growing up, were you raised in a household of recyclers?
0: Luckily, yeah, my parents were pretty good about recycling, you know, glass, paper, cardboard, things like that. But it was still like in the 90s, it was still kind of coming around as a new thing. We even used to do things like my birthday is on Earth Day, April 22nd. So what we used to do is on my birthday we would actually go out and we'd pick up trash in certain parts of the city. He's serious. <laughs> yeah, it was it was my grandpa's idea. So we'd have a little uh, that a little like a cleanup t- crew. Terrible so. birthday. Yeah, hey, you know,
1: son, it's your birthday. Let's pick up trash. Yeah,
0: pretty pretty unconventional, but yeah, it was it was fun. We did it for a few years, and yeah, I just I just learned that it was important to keep things clean and keep Earth clean, and also to reuse things. So, yeah, I think that's really important. What about you? What was, uh, what's your background with with recycling?
1: Yeah, I'm still stuck on your birthday. That's, (laughs) I mean, that is very um, giving of
0: you. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I I got roped into it. But yeah, it was, uh, it ended up being good.
1: My family, I would say, is more, recycling came in a lot later. (laughs) I think growing up, we didn't really recycle at all. It wasn't anything I thought of. It probably wasn't until maybe I was in high school that we actually got a recycling bin, like something to separate. But I think given that, it's taken time for it to become part of my habit. I don't naturally recycle. I think if there's like two separate bins, I'll do it. But I wouldn't like think, oh, I should recycle that, which is bad.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm right there with you, though. Like even to this day, I have to. It's still sort of a conscious thought. Like Maybe sometimes I'll go to just throw something in the trash and I'll think, "Uh, okay, that can be recycled. Go ahead and wash it out. You kind of have to go an extra step, but uh, it's really just telling yourself not to be lazy, just uh, to kind of do the right thing.
1: Yeah, I think I'm encouraged because my my father, who I said we didn't grow up as a recycling family, and now, like, I mean, he's in his 50s but he's like very strict about it like if you're in his home he's like no no no, you gotta take off the cap empty it out do this take off the label and he even takes the the k cups from the coffee and he like puts them in a composite and he like puts in his garden so i think we're capable of changing it just takes takes some time
0: sure yeah and like you mentioned like It wasn't it wasn't super well-known or super popular, but probably back when we were when we were kids So it's been something that's been growing along with all these other initiatives to try to help curb climate change That's happening, but yeah, I think in addition even to recycling like even just reusing things so even now I'm good about if I use if I buy something like a plastic jar, uh, jar or something that can be reused to, to hold things, then I'll use that instead of buying more Tupperware or buying more plastic items. So I think even little things like that can help.
1: How has your adjustment to the no plastic bags been?
0: It's been okay, it's been all right. Uh, strange enough, like I used to go to a grocery chain in the United States. I don't know if you have Aldi mm-hmm. in Boston it's like a more of a budget supermarket chain of Trader Joe's Okay. and there they have a policy it's bring your own bags so whenever I used to go shopping there I'd have to bring my own bags I'd bring a big backpack or something like that I was lucky enough to kind of already have that practice but it's super inconvenient at times if you go without a bag and then you have no other choice but to carry them yourself or buy a, a paper bag or or something like that, but I think it's I think it's a good practice to to have moving forward to try to get rid of those plastic bags.
1: I know I when we moved here, it was March, so almost a year and a half now, and it was a really hard adjustment because we moved and then like maybe two weeks later, there was no no bags. So it's like we got here in this new country. We're like, oh, we go to the store they give you bags and then like two weeks later we show up and they're like, oh no, no bags. So we were like, what? But I mean, it maybe took me four or five times where I went and I was like, crap, I don't have a bag. But now I don't even, it's part of my habit. If I go food shopping, it's always bring it back. Like I, I haven't messed up once after that.
0: Yeah, so it just takes some getting used to, I think with a lot of these kind of new initiatives or these new kind of policies. They're uncomfortable at first because mm-hmm. these things have always existed, so it's just super normal. So like you said, after a couple of times of remembering or kind of that sh- that adjustment period, it doesn't become so difficult. It's kind of just second nature.
1: I agree, and it is silly how many bags we did use. I mean, you go food shopping once a week, you're probably using 10, 15 bags that's not really necessary. <laughs> yeah,
0: not necessary. If you can, if you can get everything in one bag or just a couple of bags, it again, it's these little things that, that help.
1: So the the straws. How's your adjustment been to the straws? The no straws, straws
0: are fine for me. I've always thought straws are such a luxury item. Like, uh, you know, you can always drink with just your mouth from from the lid, from the from the can, from. <laughs> From whatever you're drinking from you don't really need a straw so for me it's always been like this luxury or this this extra item you don't really need Mm -hmm. so for me I've always found straws to be a little crazy
1: I do like a good straw though I think it's something (laughs) it's something I don't need like you said it's totally a luxury I can use my mouth I don't need a straw but I when I'm drinking a cold beverage that has like ice cubes I, I prefer a straw like an iced coffee I don't know. It's better okay, than fair a straw, enough. but I can adjust. I don't need it. I think the hardest thing is I feel like I'd rather have no straws than the straw alternative that they have, which is this cardboard straw that just like dissolves as you drink it. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, I was going to say I like the idea of having alternatives, but the alternatives that I've used, I agree they're kind of it's kind of gross. Like, you know, if I want to enjoy a drink for a while, I look down at the bottom of the straw and it's getting floppy or mm-hmm. it's sort it's of soggy. like dissolving, yeah, getting soggy in the drink. It's like a, it's a huge turn off. It's pretty gross, so some other alternatives need to be explored, <laughs> besides what's being used.
1: Well, the one they talk about is to have a metal straw. And like you said, I mean, do I need a straw? No. So am I going to carry a metal straw around in my purse so that I can drink out of the straw? Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. i It's if, a little extreme. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to feel like a dumbass if I walk around with a metal straw in my pocket to to drink out of drinks, so.
1: Yeah, I think until they find a better reusable alternative, I'll just go, go strawless.
0: I've heard of like pasta noodle straw being used in other places. I've heard of a bamboo straw.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I would try it. And quick reminder, don't forget, if you want to advance your English more, learn more, go online to dynamicenglish.cl where you can take private classes, you can take group classes, you can even now take classes online. So obviously we all have an individual responsibility, you know, to recycle, not use as much straws, not use as much plastic bags, stuff like that. Then you have the extreme, right? People who say, I'm not going to fly anymore. What are, your, what are your thoughts on that?
0: <laughs> uh, so, again, I think in theory it's a good idea, you know, reduce your carbon footprint, but for me, saying that you're never going to fly anywhere anymore is a little bit extreme, it's a little bit ridiculous, especially if you're someone who who travels a lot. I understand it, it's, it, it's bad for the environment, but come on, you expect me to, to ride in a boat across the ocean, or I guess if it's domestically, you know, within a country, it's more understandable, but you're not going to convince me that me taking a boat from the u.s. to europe is going to help a whole lot more than if i just take a a take a flight yeah i don't know how you feel about that what do you what do you think
1: no i mean i think not flying is is so extreme i think you can make small changes but to drastically change your life i don't I, i don't think it's that necessary and, like you said, that impactful. I think doing these daily things is more impactful because how often do you really fly? I mean, a couple times a year. So if you don't do that, is it really going to save the world? I think little things like taking public transit, riding your bike, not using your car a lot, carpooling, those things I think you do more frequently. So they'll have more of an impact. But I think more not flying is more kind of like a philosophical stance of like, I love the environment more than like, practically, is it really going to do a lot?
0: Sure. I don't know. Kind of a statement, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Which, and there's a famous person who is practicing that right now, young Greta Thunberg, right? Mm -hmm. Let's talk about her a little bit. She's causing a lot of news waves throughout the world right now.
1: I mean, obviously she's a very passionate smart young lady. I think people are so impressed by her because she's so young. I mean, she's a teenager and she's going around the world trying to literally save the world by fixing climate change. It's impressive. I mean, she knows CO2 levels and the gases and she knows like everything science-wise of the impacts of climate change. And you hear her and you're like, Wow, at 15, I was not thinking about these things.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: I, I think she's inspiring. It makes me kind of feel bad when I listen to her of like, ooh, I can at least recycle more.
0: Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, again, those little things we were talking about. You you know, someone like her, you see she's making these these big changes, these big initiatives, and it can at least kind of motivate you, give you a kick in the butt to say, yeah okay I can recycle more i can I can eat less animal products or meat i can I can ride my bike instead of driving my car things like this mm-hmm. I think over a long time they accumulate good habits also so then you're creating a like a long term environmental habits collectively yeah it's good to have people like her that are voicing their opinions and and showing these things. but I think it's a little crazy to think that everyone's gonna stop flying and Completely stop eating meat and and things like this, but yeah, I think what she's doing is good and it needs to be done
1: I mean, hopefully some of these young activists who are taking to the streets and really passionate about this cause that hopefully people will listen and policymakers will change and Hopefully we can make a dent in some of the problems we've been creating
0: Uh, That would be good. Yeah, and for all of you all of you at home who uh, Don't want to uh, stop flying At least consider maybe recycling more. Recycling, reusing, ride your bike instead of driving your car. It's, again, it's these little things that can help change the world. You don't have to do crazy things.
1: Absolutely. Remember, as always, if you get lost, check out that audio guide and transcript. Thanks for listening.
0: We'll see you next time.
1: Coffee with Gringos was brought to you by Dynamic English where you can learn English simply by using it. If you're interested in taking classes or just want to learn more, go to our website at dynamicenglish.cl. Thanks for listening.